Welcome into the PFF Daily Betting Podcast. I'm your host, Eric Eager, and with me today on this eve of Championship Sunday, Ben Brown. How's it going, Ben? It's going well. I'm excited. I mean, do you think that it gets better uh, from a football perspective than Championship Sunday? Is this the best weekend in football, or are you leaning, Are you more of a Super Bowl or a different week kind of guy? No, I, you know, I think it's probably the divisional round. Um, we got some stinkers of games this past week, though. And given, you know, what it could have been, which is Chad Henney uh, versus Josh Allen, we're actually getting uh, Patrick Mahomes versus Josh Allen. I think this is setting up to be a great weekend. A former NFC Central division clash in the Green Bay Packers versus the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, and obviously an old, a, a, revi- a revisiting of the 1993 AFC Championship game, the last time the Buffalo Bills were in it. Joe Montana, quarterback of the Chiefs that game, Kansas City versus Buffalo. This is going to take you up until that game. And then tomorrow, you we're going to have a live stream on Periscope um, between you, Ben, and Austin Gale right before the live show. The live show is going to be on YouTube um, as well as Twitter. And then before the Kansas City-Buffalo game is going to be me and George chopping it up on the live stream so a lot of content coming up here let's talk ben briefly you wrote about um a, a few derivatives bets uh for this coming weekend's games ben what is your favorite sort of a, we we've we've litigated the side and total of all these games what's your favorite derivative bet this game yeah i mean two basically jumped out to me when i was writing my initial article the chiefs over 13 and a half first half team total and the packers over 13 and a half first half team total i kind of lean more towards the packers um at this point in time both have basically got added quite a bit of juice since the article was first released i think we had it basically right around minus 115 i do think it's moved up to minus 145 um so i don't think we'll get to that you know 14 point kind of key number spread but i do kind of lean towards the packers at this point uh matt lafleur has actually been quite impressive from a play calling perspective they are quite good i think they're basically leading the nfl at this point in time and opponent just grades on scripted pass plays uh to start the game so um the packers are just a team i do think they're gonna get off on the right foot uh obviously they're in lambo so i could see you know um a really good starting drive getting that first touchdown and then from there that can almost you know kind of coast to getting over that 13 and a half points hopefully they don't settle for you know one or two field goals basically to, to not get over that hook uh, at this point in time is basically the only worry but i do think they're going to start off quite good so that's the spot that i'm kind of looking for um in the first game um basically at this point in time i think is the best bet here yeah i do think that this coaching mismatch is probably the biggest one we're going to see in the entire uh, you know, championship round, Lafleur versus Arians broadly, um, and then Lafleur versus Bowles. Uh, I think specifically Bowles, a, a very good defensive coordinator in his own right, but I know Lafleur has been running circles around, uh, you know, uh, coordinators this entire season, including the recently minted head coach Brandon Saley last week. Packers probably have to get off to a good start in this one. Uh, they're not a great team playing from behind, but they're a great team playing from ahead. So I do like uh, that one. Ben, what's your favorite uh, prop bet uh, for yeah. this game? I have a few. I was in Indiana last night um, late. Uh, I did get a few down, but I want to see what yours are. 
Yeah, I mean, so one that I really like, Aaron Rodgers over 2.5 passing touchdowns. I think you're getting that up basically plus 135. Uh, you know, this has basically been an MVP season for him. I do think he basically has it locked up at this point. Um, I do expect a really good performance, like we already said. I uh, kind of like him to start off qu hot quickly. Uh, he has got over this prop number in 11 of 17 games. You are still getting that plus money price. So um, the Packers rush ratio, especially in the red zone, um, is kind of hard to project, but I do think, um, you know, with Vita Villa back, basically, um, you know, and how well the Buccaneers have basically played against the run so far, I do think that we're going to see um, some more goal line opportunities for that Aaron Rodgers to Devontae Adams connection. So I do like the over 2.5 passing touchdowns quite a bit, I think is probably my favorite prop from this first game. Uh, one other than one, I got to get it out of the way right away right away Marcus Valdez Scantling under 2.5 receptions I do think this is a little bit of an over adjustment based on what we saw last week from him he actually had um, a lower amount of routes run than Alan Lazard Alan Lazard actually had the bigger fantasy game but uh, Marcus Valdez Scantling somehow walked away with eight targets uh, the trio of Packers wide receivers walked away with 25 targets last week I don't think we're going to see Aaron Rodgers necessarily put up as many pass attempts um, as we saw last week so I think Marcus Valdez scanting with his high average depth of target is another spot that you could potentially fade, uh, you know, in those Lambeau confines under 2.5 receptions. I do think it's probably the correct play. What are your, some, what are your favorite ones here from this Packers uh, Buccaneers game? I don't hate that. The Tampa Bay Bucks um, are a team that struggles against, you know, in the middle of the field, tight ends, running backs. Maybe you see a little bit more targets there. Um, so I don't like, I don't, I don't hate that at all. Um, last night, I got a little bit of Devontae Adams over seven and a half. I believe that one for me was minus 115. We're now seeing it eight over is minus 135. So some good line value there. I still think that that is a little low. Um, and I also got Stefan Diggs at over seven and a half. Um, I was able to get that at like 105. Now it's 115. Still a little bit of value there. Um, the under that I liked, and look, you know, I'm a, I might take this to my grave. So th this is going to be something here. But I like Leonard Fournette. I took him actually, and I, this is where I'm not getting closing line value. I got I got Fat Lenny at under 42 and a half rushing yards. It's 45 and a half now. Um, still has value here. So um, go with Fat Lenny under. Um, I also like Josh Allen under passing yards. Um, Chiefs defense is a bend but don't break uh, situation. I took him at under 305 and a half. It's still that. Uh, here. So um, those are some that I like, Ben. What do you think of those? Yeah, I don't mind the Josh Allen under three and a half passing yards, 300, 305.5 passing yards. Um, I did actually take him in a contest basically to go more than Patrick Holmes. I think he was getting uh, right around plus 2.5 at that point for more passing yards than Patrick Holmes. Um, I don't feel necessarily as good about that based on where we're, you know, the understanding of where we're at with Patrick Holmes and his injury situation. So um, I do kind of lean towards that. Uh, and I don't know. I do I do like Stefan Diggs over 7.5 receptions. I think that's one that uh, the player prop model in general has definitely liked. Uh, Leonard Fournette, he kind of got us pretty quickly and, you know, pretty quickly, I guess, basically last week. Uh, but Ronald Jones uh, was kind of heavily involved. I do think that we're going to see the Buccaneers forced to pass this game quite a bit more game script. I don't think it's necessarily going to be too conducive to him getting uh, the number of rushing opportunities that he saw last week. So I don't mind, uh, you know, a little bit of an inflated number at this point. Obviously, it's moved against us, but I do think, you know, under 45.5 is still probably uh, the correct side. Um, but it's not it's it's one definitely going to be a sweat, I think, at this point. 
There's only two weeks of football left. I three games of NFL football left. It's amazing that we've gotten to a point where we can say that. But if you are missing out on these three games, like I, I just don't know what to tell you. So it's not too late, though. You go to PFF.com, get yourself a PFF Elite subscription. The reason you want that is the props tool, which is going to give you so many ways to bet these games. Um, last night, for example, or two nights ago, um, the Mike Evans under four and a half receptions, an absolute lock. So many of those things that you can find on PFF.com with an elite subscription and you get the DFS optimizer and the betting dashboards plus all the PFS premium content. And if you use promo code ACTION, A-C-T-I-O-N, through the Super Bowl with an elite subscription, you will also get an Action Network Action Pro subscription for a full year. So that's usually going to cost you $300 total. You get it for just $199 with your PFF Elite subscription. So go make it happen right now on PFF.com. Yeah, that one, I I actually, you know, I had a little bit of money left over after, uh, uh, you know, taking out my winnings from a few best balls. So I've been playing best ball over the you know, playoffs. And I have, I think, Ronald Jones in all three of the best balls that I played this week. Speaking of more exotic markets, Ben, let's talk about prize picks. Prize picks, a uh, great website. You can parlay uh, overs and unders on fantasy points. Um, obviously, you know, this is a pretty well contained system now that we're only dealing with two games, four teams. Um, ben, what is your favorite, let's just say, two prize picks sides here? Yeah, at this point in time, I do really like Devin Singletary over 9.9 fantasy points. I know people um, have kind of been disappointed uh, in his most recent performances. We have basically at 12.9 fantasy points projected. Obviously, the rushing yards might be a little bit difficult to overcome, you know, to get to 62.9. Might be a little bit high, but at some point, somebody's going to have to do some running in this backfield. He might not get a lot of goal line work, but I do think he's going to be involved quite a bit in the passing game. You know, this is a point per reception play basically on prize pick so if you kind of you know if he hits you know three receptions during this game i do think he's going to easily eclipse that 9.9 fantasy point so he's one guy that i really like um to go over uh and then i'm kind of leaning i i don't know if i feel great about this but i'm kind of leaning towards fading tyreek hill i kind of you know a lot of things that i'm seeing basically at this point kind of reflect him going under 20.0 fantasy points so i do think that maybe um either fading him in dfs or trying to target his you know 20 under 20.0 fantasy points on prize is definitely a viable play um he hasn't performed uh you know he's been a kind of this guy where he's either getting like you know 10 11 12 targets so he kind of disappears turns into a little bit more of a decoy situation so i do think that, that could kind of be how it plays out obviously when the chiefs played the bills in week six uh he, he had basically his worst game of the season i'm not really buying into the fact that the bills necessarily shut him down but i do think that we could see them kind of at least try to take him away um at the expense of travis kelsey kind of being more involved in that passing attack so that's another spot that i like what are you seeing here on prize picks that you're seeing uh kind of popping out for value wise yeah, you got to give me Godwin over 14 and a half. I mean, I'm, you know, I Packers minus three, Packers minus three and a half. My favorite side of the weekend, so I'm going to hedge a little bit with some Godwin. I think Jair Alexander takes on Mike Evans without Antonio Brown in the fold. Godwin, a lot of targets, a lot of missed opportunities with drops the last couple of weeks. Don't buy into that as far as the results uh, based thing. Give me Godwin over 14 and a half, and I'm going to go. Again, this is a player, you know, I think I even bet his under the other day. I'm going to go Cole Beasley under 10.5 fantasy points uh, for the Buffalo Bills against the Kansas City Chiefs. Breeland back, Fenton likely back. The Jerry Sneed, the best rookie corner in football this season. 
Uh, give me Cole Beasley to be relatively a small part of the uh, of the Buffalo Bills team this weekend. I think a lot of it gets gets funneled to Stephon Diggs. Yeah, I, I do like that at this point. We have seen John Brown come on relatively recently. I do think he ran more routes per dropback last week than Cole Beasley. Maybe that's what we see again this week. I did think Cole Beasley was maybe an interesting pivot in a Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs um, stack. Obviously, you got to get those two in there. I do think John Brown's probably going to be the more popular play, so it makes me a little bit nervous. I do think either Cole Beasley or John Brown are probably um, fadeable at this point on prize picks and definitely, um, you know, going to have probably a dud performance. It's just kind of tough to pick out what one as low as is actually it's going to be at this point. So, um, yeah, this was good, Eric. I appreciate you kind of chatting it up with me on the PFF Daily Betting Podcast. What do we got coming up here tomorrow? I know you touched on the schedule a little bit briefly, but yeah, I mean, at the, we have obviously the two uh, live streams. Also, the, P, the the live show. This live show is only going to take 40 minutes. We're probably going to do 20 minutes uh, on each game. It's going to be the, the shortest live show of the season so far. Uh, and then tomorrow night uh, after the games, uh, George Shahuri and I are going to do the live version of the PFF forecast for the second straight week. We're going to have guests on. They're going to be themed with the teams that are playing. Um, so... You know, we might see a little bit of Aaron Nagler. We might see a little bit of Saran Petro. Uh, we might see, depending upon who wins, and and the, these are going to be great games. You know, for my bankroll's sake, I hope Green Bay wins, and I hope they win uh, handily a little bit. Um, but obviously, you know, as far as Super Bowl matchups are concerned, Ben, there's probably not going to be one that you know that that we're going to be disappointed about. Yeah, definitely, I agree with you on that. There were some interesting look-ahead lines for the you know the Super Bowl matchups. I do think there was probably some early week value on that. Um, I'm kind of interested to see who's going to be the Bills Mafia guest at this point in time. Uh, if the Bills kind of pull it off here against the Chiefs, but that would be uh, painful to you know the bankroll at this point if that's actually what transpires. So let's see. We'll go, we're going Chiefs. We're going Packers, uh, and I think it's going to be a fun Super Bowl regardless, kind of like you said. Yep. And so for Ben Brown, this is Eric Eager. This has been the PFF Daily Betting Podcast.